<clears throat> hey guys, uh, I decided that instead of doing hour-long episodes, or like two-hour-long episodes, I'm just gonna do like a like like a thing of like you know that song like the Twelve Days of Christmas bullcrap. I think I'm gonna do something like that, except like instead of however many days of Christmas that stupid song is, I'm just gonna do like half-hour-long episodes for every day. Uh, starting from my last day of class to uh, my last exam day, which will be about nine days. So I'm just going to do like a half hour long episode every single day for nine days. That will be my that will be my nine days of December because Christmas is overrated. Yes, that's right. You heard me. Christmas is overrated. Anyone who religiously celebrate well hold on let me take that back because that's that can come out wrong so anyone who obsessively celebrates christmas is just crazy dude i mean think about it look if i look up hold on real quick most celebrated holidays not in the world in the u.s because that's where i'm from according to statista which I actually enjoy. It's one of the greatest things ever. Oh, wow. I'm actually surprised. This is crazy. So the number one most popular national and religious event in the United States as of 2022 is Thanksgiving. Ah, that's amazing. I love that. I love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Yeah, for those of you that didn't know. Uh, Thanksgiving is the greatest holiday uh, because it's an entire day dedicated to what's that? That's right. Being thankful and eating. There is no greater thing in this world than appreciating what you have and eating. (laughs) After that though in the US is Veterans Day tied with Mother's Day in terms of most popular holidays and then it's memorial day and then it's christmas that is crazy can you actually believe that christmas is fifth on the list in the u.s in terms of popular holidays that is absolutely wild after christmas it's father's day oh by the way mother's day beats father's day of course it does then you have labor day martin luther king jr day New Year's Eve, and then Halloween. Halloween is the two, four, six, eight. It's the 10th. Out of the top 10 national and religious events in US, as of 2022, Halloween is the 10th on that list. And then right underneath that is Easter. So I feel like this says something about us as a country. I feel like this says something about the US. I think it's saying that we are valuing we're valuing more national type of holidays over more religious type of holidays now. Because if you think about it, I don't know if other countries celebrate Thanksgiving. Do other countries celebrate Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving is a national holiday celebrated on various states in the US, Canada, Grenada, St. Lucia, and Liberia. Does the UK celebrate Thanksgiving? <laughs> Okay, so the UK apparently does not. Um, 
I don't think a lot of European countries celebrate Thanksgiving. That's kind of weird. Um, well, I mean, in terms of, so Thanksgiving is mostly, sorry, Thanksgiving is mostly a national holiday, which makes uh, Christmas and like, I guess if you want to get technical, like Halloween and Easter, uh, like the only religious events here in this list in the top 11. Halloween is more of a pagan type holiday though because it was more for like warding off evil spirits but Easter and Christmas are definitely religious holidays because of you know obviously the Christian belief of Jesus being uh, born on Christmas and all that and then Easter of course is his resurrection and death um, so that's interesting so in the US we mostly celebrate our national holidays as opposed to our religious holidays because in the top five you have thanksgiving veterans day mother's day memorial day and christmas although if you want to get technical i don't believe that veterans mothers or memorial day are strictly united states i feel like mother's day veterans day and memorial day could all be uh global holidays i'm not entirely sure though don't quote me on that one i'm not a I don't know, I'm not an anthropologist. But yeah, our number one holiday is Thanksgiving, and that's a national holiday. That is interesting. I really like that. And then, like, you have Martin Luther King Jr. Day above New Year's Eve, as well as Labor Day above New Year's Eve. That's crazy. I mean, again, I don't know if Labor Day is a globally celebrated holiday, but I'm pretty sure Martin Luther King Jr. Day is national. Again, I don't know why any other country would celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I mean, maybe India if you wanted, because it's because like, like Martin Luther King Jr. took after Gandhi's stuff. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Christmas is overrated as heck. Yes, that is my final position. If you want to see my evidence, um, let's see. Uh, don't get me wrong, I grew up in a religious household, and Christmas was always fun. Christmas has never not been fun at home. Uh, I love it, and I love my family. And I don't hate my upbringing. I feel like... Uh, this will be controversial as hell, but I feel like growing up with religion is kind of beneficial. Like, obviously, nowadays, people are falling into this more... You shouldn't uh, force or impose religion on children... But, I mean, like, guys, I wasn't forced. I was a child. I, I didn't have a choice. It's not like my parents could go to church and, like, drop me off in the middle of the street and let me do whatever I wanted for an hour. And, like, that's the thing. Church was only an hour, and it was only ever on Sundays. Like, forcing a child to go to church isn't... It sounds worse than it actually is. As a parent, you have the right to do what you believe is in the best interest of your child. And my parents believed that taking me to church was a good use of my time. Although to be fair, what the hell else was I doing with my time as a goddamn seven-year-old? What else was I gonna do on Sundays from like 10 to 11 a.m.? Like seriously, like there's, there's nothing else to do. It's not that bad. It's only an hour long service. I grew up uh, Christian uh, under the Roman Catholic denomination, as did many Hispanics. <laughs> um, but no, like it's not like 
church was ever bad. Like, wait, like that's dumb. Most studies show that uh, being religiously uh, active or engaging in some spiritualism leads to better health. Like it, it increases your health or your quality of life. So like, there's technically nothing wrong with it. Like, again, this is like getting controversial. This is getting to the point where people are going to argue religion and which religion is best and all that. And I don't want to get into that. Uh, I'm not going to share my beliefs now, um, especially not in this short podcast episode. But I am saying, as a child, I grew up uh, Catholic. And that's, again, a denomination of Christianity. And, you know... The holidays weren't that bad. We celebrated Easter. We celebrated Christmas. Um, we did do a type of fasting during... I can't remember what it's called. Uh, what is it called? The the Christian fasting when you like... Uh, uh, what's it called, man? Uh, Lent. Lent, yeah. Yeah, we did Lent. Uh, it's like a week or so long thing where you just uh, fast certain foods yeah you abstain from meat or meat byproducts poultry eggs and dairy products which honestly wasn't that bad like it, <laughs> like I didn't even remember it mostly uh, whenever my parents made us do it and like again it's not like I could just go out and purchase my own food with my own money as a child it's like I just ate whatever um, I ate at home or at school. And if I went to school, my mom would just be like, don't eat anything with eggs or anything that has meat. And you'd be like, okay, can I at least get a snack? And she'd be like, yeah, sure. And like, that's it. Like, they, you, most people like over dramatize how terrible religion is. And don't get me wrong. There are like religious extremists who like, take every tiny little detail and nitpick the crap out of it but like that doesn't have to be everybody that doesn't have to be every religion again i'm getting controversial as hell here i don't care this episode is brought to you by coffee it's amazing i suggest everyone try it uh, at least once in their life if you're under the age of 13 you probably shouldn't but i'm not going to stop you because i'm a voice on the internet and i can't really do anything about it so if you do try coffee, tell me what you think. I love mine. I don't, I've never drank coffee black because I believe I would just die. So I usually put like four things of sugar and a little bit of milk. Uh, love coffee. Um, but yeah, no, like I grew up pretty well, honestly. Compared to almost all of my friends or you know, all of my neighbors, I grew up relatively well. Uh, both my parents uh, were in my life, in, they're still, they still are in my life. I wanna make that clear. Uh, both my parents, not just like my mom and like a step uh, father or like my dad and a stepmother, no, like both my parents, like the people who were involved in making me, the people who were married before I was born that made me are still together, are still together happily and are still present in my life and still, you know, support me and care for me, uh, even though I am now like 20 years old. And yeah, so like, I feel like I grew up relatively well. Um, I didn't grow up to be snobbish. 
I haven't, well, I mean, I am pretty much an asshole, and I do tend to be snobbish sometimes, but, like, relatively speaking, I would say I am a decent person. I work in customer service, so I understand humility. Um, I understand, you know, I've seen humanity at some of its worst through that customer service uh, position. Um, so yeah, I mean like, it's just, I would say I'm a decent enough human being. And I would say that a lot of that is due to how I grew up and how my parents treated me and taught me how to treat others. But yeah, going back to Christmas, because I sort of went off there, Christmas, I believe, is heckin' overrated. Because if you think about it, like, logically, if you think about Christmas logically, uh, if you're not celebrating it because you're Christian, so if you're not celebrating it because this is the birth of Christ, then you're celebrating it as a gift-giving holiday, right? You're celebrating it as this time of year where you are... This is kind of stealing from Thanksgiving, by the way. You're ce- you're celebrating what you are thankful for, what you have in your life, and what you don't have in your life, I guess. And you do this by spending time uh, with people that you care about, and you exchange gifts. You exchange gifts, gifts that you have to purchase or make, right? And this is not limited to just you know, just buying one gift and you're done, right? Or you received one gift and you're done. No, this that'd be ridiculous. You usually have to buy a gift for each individual person in your life that you care about. And this can range. This can range. So like if you're in a if you're an only child and you have a small group of say four or five friends, then at max you're buying a gift for each of your parents. And each of your get each of your friends, which comes to about six or seven gifts. And if you like budget wisely, I guess you know, not spending more than like twenty dollars per gift. So about twenty times six is one hundred and twenty bucks to one hundred and forty bucks. But I mean, this could change radically. To if you grew up, you know, with a sibling or. T- excuse me, two siblings, and you have a lot of friend groups, or you have a lot of friends that you're really close with, so maybe you have 10 or 12 friends, and you have like three or four family members, and obviously maybe you're not going to spend as much per gift on each person, and maybe you might double up on gifts every now and then, or you'll do what I really enjoy, Uh, I'll tell you about that in a second, but you know, maybe you don't spend as much, but you're still spending a lot of money for a single day for a gift that is either extremely useful or just, you know, gets used once and is one and done, right? So uh, I don't fully understand why a lot of people enjoy Christmas. I mean, obviously everyone loves receiving gifts. This This is not, this is not complicated. This is basic human interaction. People enjoy receiving stuff. It's like money. You can never have enough of it. We know that from human nature. Um, Just so obviously people love receiving gifts. And I'm guessing that because of this, we justify our 
insatiable need for gifts by purchasing other gifts for other people. And like, I don't know, man, like when I was a kid, I got like maybe four or five gifts, like total, like total. Uh, Nowadays, as a 20 year old, I'd say it's roughly the same amount. There was never any time when I got more than that amount of gifts. Like I would always get one or two from my parents, uh, one or two from like my various aunts and uncles, uh, and then like maybe one or two from my friends. So like never, I would say like at max, my highest amount of gifts I'd ever gotten would be like eight to 10 gifts. Sometime when I was in high school, when I was young enough to still be treated as a kid by my parents, but old enough to have friends and ask for money enough to uh, purchase and exchange gifts with friends from school. But yeah, like, I don't know, like, kids these days, I feel like they're just getting way more and more gifts, and all these gifts are getting more and more expensive. So I feel like Christmas as a whole is just getting to this point where it's not so much about being thankful for what you have and appreciating those in your life and, you know, spending time with those you care about. I feel like it's more like, how do you ration and budget your money correctly to the point where you can buy gifts, uh... You know, ship them if need be, deliver them if need be, you know, have them delivered to you. It's getting to this point where it's not so much about caring about others, it's about caring about how much you're spending on them and caring about how much they spend on you. So yeah, I don't, I don't know, like, I love Christmas, don't get me wrong, everyone loves Christmas. I grew up with Christmas movies, uh, my Christmases as a kid were really fun. Uh, we would get like the whole family together and we would just celebrate and stay up all night and it'd be great and I loved it and I still do and I still enjoy spending time with my family and being grateful being grateful being thankful for everything they do for me and everything they give me but like as an adult now I can see now that it gets more and more expensive as you get older obviously because you go from spending nothing on Christmas and not giving anyone anything to just receiving it to getting to the stage where you're not really receiving as much because you're being seen more as an adult not a child so people don't want to give you stuff unless it's with like your adult counterparts but in which case you also have to reciprocate that giving of gifts by purchasing and you know delivering them but there's like different pros and cons to this because you get like you get this feeling that you get when you give someone a gift and they enjoy it. And I feel like that kind of outweighs the monetary cost. That's not to say though that Christmas isn't getting expensive. That's why I really enjoy this concept of Secret Santa. If anything, whoever invented Secret Santa is a genius. This isn't to be confused with like, uh, Dirty Santa or whatever it's called. Is that what it's called? Dirty Santa. Yeah, Dirty Santa or White Elephant, whoever named him, uh, is weird. But no, Secret Santa is probably one of the best things I've just ever heard of and use. It's like, so you have, sorry, excuse me. <sighs> you have like an X amount of people, and instead of so like let's say you're in a group of 
I don't know, eight people. Let's say you're in a group of eight people. It's a relatively, you know, medium-sized friend group. Um, and you all know each other fairly well, like well enough that you guys hang out uh, semi-frequently or text each other frequently, whatever it is, you know, you guys know each other relatively well. You guys see each other often enough to where you're like, hey, let's do a Christmas thing. And they're like, okay, cool. So instead of buying a gift for every single person in that group, which if you're one of those members of the eight, that'd be seven different gifts. And again, roughly 20 bucks per present, that'd be about 140 bucks. Instead of doing all that, Secret Santa really makes it easy because all you have to do is randomly assign uh, people to each other you can do this through apps you can do this through writing names down on pieces of paper and putting them in a hat you randomly assign people and you each give a single gift to that one person and on the day that you exchange gifts everyone like it's like a really fun thing where you're like oh i wonder who got me i wonder who got me and you're just like wow that's so cool and like you know the surprise element is there it's really fun secret santa is it's it's just fun like you don't have to know who's giving it to you to know that someone put a lot of thought into getting you a gift that you will enjoy versus like being like struggling to have to get every single person a gift to where you just get some random generic items and you're like oh yeah these will be great for anybody you know like that's what i like about secret santa and it's super useful and it's super it's it's cost efficient everyone gets a single present you know everyone gets a present that hopefully they're happy with and yeah like i don't know man i just think it works i think it's useful but again i don't like to make christmas about such a monetary thing so yeah uh what else is there to say i don't know like i said i'm trying not to make these episodes too long so i can actually justify taking time away from stuff i'm supposed to be doing to do this so what else uh christmas uh speaking of christmas movies i guess uh let's see let me rank some christmas movies for you guys i'm gonna do top five christmas movies yeah that's good that's good that's some quality content right there christmas movies all right let's look them up on youtube not popular not romantic 100 best movies 100 best christmas movies of all time rotten tomatoes okay uh no no oh my god yes die hard die hard is here heck yeah it's number eight it's got a freaking 94 percent on rotten tomatoes that i'm putting at number four i'm gonna stick it in number four right now uh what else do we have we have let's keep going i'm scrolling by most of these because i don't like them uh elf elf definitely deserves to go in the top five will ferrell uh was actually funny back then and john favreau is an amazing director I'm going to stick Elf at number three. I'll put it at number three. That's good. Uh, Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Uh, Uh, You know what? I don't even need this list anymore. I know exactly what I'm going to go with. 
I need three more movies, right? Okay, I'm gonna put The Polar Express, you already know. I'm gonna put it at number one. Nothing beats The Polar Express. It's an amazing Christmas movie. It teaches you the values of Christmas. It teaches you the values of believing in Christmas. And it shows you just, you know, friendship in general. It's an awesome movie. Love it. Tom Hanks plays like six out of 12 roles in that movie. It's great. It's funny. It's timeless. It's amazing. Polar Express number one. No other argument to be made. Uh, number two. Oh, I, I have so many Christmas movies, though. This is crazy. Number two is going to have to go to... Oh, this one's tough. Okay. Okay. I got it. Uh, it's going to go to... The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. The Santa Claus, uh, again, another timeless classic. It's amazing. Tim Allen is a great uh, actor. He does so many great things. He's very vivid. He's very fluid with his movements when he's acting. Um, And just the story of the film itself is just great. It's wholesome. It's sad. It's great. I love it. And then number five, I'm going to go with uh, Frick, man. There's like three really good ones that I want to put here. Ah, man. Okay. I'm going to do honorable mentions because I'm a freaking... I'm a sellout. So honorable mention. uh, Let's go with Fred Claus. Fred Claus is an honorable mention. If you've never seen it, uh, you should. It's uh, this movie with Vince Vaughn and Paul Giamatti. Yeah. So I'm going to put that one there. Uh, It's... It's a movie about Santa Claus's big brother, Fred. Uh, Fred kind of grew up resentful because his younger brother, Nick, got all the spotlight, all the attention and all that. Again, it's a it's a kind of weird premise, but it's a really wholesome movie. I love it. Um, another honorable mention, uh, going to The Grinch. Uh, Jim Carrey's The Grinch, specifically. Not Benedict Cumberbatch. No offense to Benedict Cumberbatch, but like Jim Carrey's is just... It's better because it's not animated. You can really feel the time and energy it took to make this Dr. Seuss classic. And Jim Carrey himself is just a legend. So yeah, that it will be an honorable mention right there. And then my last honorable mention will go to... uh, My last honorable mention goes to Surviving Christmas. If you've never seen Surviving Christmas, I highly recommend it. It stars Ben Affleck who is this kind of like marketing specialist who uh, he's this marketing specialist who doesn't have a family and on Christmas he tries to like run away from all the festivities by taking his uh, like girlfriend to Fiji or whatever but she actually wants to spend time with family and blah 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 blah. he ends up renting a family for Christmas and yeah it's hilarity ensues uh, great movie, very sad, very funny. Uh, ben Affleck, as a young man, was very charismatic. Love it. But that means I'm going to put in number five, Home Alone. And I would tie it with Home Alone 2 as well. Home Alone is just great. Um, speaking of which, I would also put like the entire trilogy of the Santa Claus movies uh, in that number two spot. It's just a great trilogy, but i digress home alone it's just a great christmas movie in general it's less so of a christmas movie and more so of just like this comedy movie because like obviously it takes place during christmas and that's why any of the stuff is happening but like it's so funny it's so it's like 
it's like a classic at this point it is a classic just you don't think about christmas without thinking about macaulay culkin slapping his face and going ah you know like that movie is just hilarious it's funny i can't it's sad at times when you think about the things that that kid has to go through but yeah no it's great i love it those are my top five uh obviously it's not everyone's cup of tea and obviously if i had like a time to do a whole top 10 list i would but again just like running it down the list we got number one uh polar express number two the santa claus trilogy with tim allen number three you got elf number four you got die hard and number five you have home alone those are my top five christmas picks uh if you haven't seen any of those movies i highly recommend it and don't forget the honorable mentions of surviving christmas fred claus uh the grinch and uh what's another christmas movie that i can think of right at the top of my head that's good uh mentioning uh the holiday the holiday is really good with jack black and uh kate winslet that's a great one uh another super cool honorable mention right at the top of my head uh this one I have was a good Christmas movie. Uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas, obviously. Yeah. Uh, good, but not good enough to be on my top five. But yeah, that's it. And I hope you guys will be here tomorrow where I drop off another one of these dumb things. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a happy holiday time, I guess. Yeah, happy holidays. Ho, ho, ho.